It's the Perks of Being a Waffle! Yeah! yeah. Hello everyone, this is our podcast, The Perks of Being a Waffle. My name is Kevin Kazaris. And my name is Andrea Posada. And we're your co-hosts for today. And today's episode is... I thought you were American. Yes. We're going to be talking about pretty much just sexuality, because sexuality is a very big part of both of our lives. I a little bit more comfortable with the label of being gay while Andrea's a little bit more confused yeah confused <laughs> yes I am confusion and sexuality is a weird topic nowadays because it's I feel like over the past few years it's definitely been more open and accepting yeah I would say that the LGBTQ plus community has definitely grown and I don't think it's because like it's becoming a trend But I think it's more like people are more comfortable coming out and society's more accepting. Yeah. And we even saw this, I think, I believe it was like earlier this month with the Harry Styles Vogue cover. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. I couldn't believe that that people still felt certain ways about the LGBTQ plus community. Candace Williams. I really. Oh, my God. God. When I tell her that when I saw her, I think it was a TikTok. And it wasn't even mostly about sexuality it was just like gender roles and stuff yeah and the fact that some people in our society are so just closed-minded just honestly so infuriating but we have to be accepting of everybody regardless just don't be my friend thankfully i had a pretty a pretty good experience with like coming to terms with my sexuality and stuff especially coming out i believe most of the people i came out to took it very well when did you like figure out that you were gay this is a funny story so i actually figured it out pretty early on between fifth and sixth grade oh my god wait how old would you be i don't remember i think i was like 11 that's probably okay so you're gay to the core yeah i'm gay to the core the story as to how i found out i was gay it was probably i think my uncle he's not that much older than me. he's like four years older than me so he has his like his teenager friends were over one time and they said, they used the term gay. And I was like, oh, what, what does that mean? And so I Googled it, right? <laughs> I Googled it and I'm like, oh, this seems interesting. <laughs> what an <And> interesting <laughs> topic. What an interesting idea. And so I guess I kind of just, <laughs> one thing led to another and I was on some websites. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you you, I you were gay just, when I, you I, watched porn I, at I watched 11 porn years at old. 11 years old and I pretty oh. much realized, yeah, I, I don't like women that much. <laughs> I think I like men more. Fun fact about Kevin, he has never seen a vagina. Yeah. Which is so crazy. It's so crazy. A 17-year-old hasn't seen a vagina. Honestly. <laughs> like, not in real life, but, like, still in porn, like, I would expect. Oh, in porn? Mm, I don't know. Have you seen? I I think I just look away whenever that part comes up. If there ever that part comes up. Yeah, you're mostly on the gay side. <laughs> I'm definitely on the gay side. I think I've mentioned this before to you, but I think I've only ever had, like, three straight crushes in my whole life. Does, do those even count? I don't think so, because it's like more romantic than it is. Sexual. Exactly. No, I feel like it's more like you want to be their friend. I want to have a relationship. No, that was definitely me. Okay, so going back a little bit, before I found that I was gay, there were the signs, because there was these guys I would see, and I'm like, oh, they're, they look so cool and stuff. I really want to <laughs> be their friends. <laughs> oh, wow. What an and interesting group. Let's just say when I found out I was gay... Looking back, I was like, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> yeah. So going into sixth grade, I pretty much just knew I was gay. 
I was already looking at the guys, weren't met many guys to look at. I went to a small charter school. I first came out to one of my friends. She wasn't even that much of a friend yet. We barely knew each other, but I, I guess I just felt like I needed to tell someone. Because when you first find out you're gay, especially at a young age when nobody really knows what sexuality really is, and it's really hard to talk to your parents because you're at that age where you don't talk to anybody, it was hard. I struggled a lot with like accepting it. I Internally, I knew it was true, but at the same time, I wanted it not to be true. I kept convincing myself that I was probably bi. I kept saying, oh, you're, you're probably bi. You know, you'll find a girl some, someday. And I know building up to the day I came out to my mom, I kept trying to find out if I should say I'm bi or if I should, I should say I'm gay. But you knew you were gay. I knew, uh, yeah, I knew I was gay. But like... <laughs> I thought maybe if I was if I came out as bi, I'd feel a little bit more normal. I wouldn't feel as pressured as as much as like coming out as gay. They still have hope that you. Yeah, that's what I thought of it as. Like get there a girl. Would, there would still be hope that someday, I'd get married to a girl. Fifty fifty chance. Fifty fifty chance. More like <laughs> Not, zero. <laughs> more like zero hundred chance. <laughs> um, my family's a bit weird with this kind of stuff. Because my mom's side of the family is very open, very liberal, while my dad's side is super conservative. Like, my dad's side is very into religion. They're, they'd always, I know for a fact that a few times, while I have been around, they have said, oh yeah, homosexuality is a sin. They shouldn't even have rights and stuff. I'm not out to them, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Obviously, I'm not out to them. I'm more out to my mom's side because they're, they're liberal. They accept me for me. And also because they kind of already knew. They're not dumb. <laughs> yeah, there was there were signs. I came out to my mom first in sixth grade after I had one of my little bouts of depression because I wasn't really feeling well. And there it came it came up. The opportunity came up because she noticed I wasn't doing well. So she came into my room and she's like, are you okay? Is everything fine? Is something going on at school or something like that? And I said... Yeah, something is going on. And I just said, no. First, she was like, oh, well, tell me what it is. I want to know what it is. I want to be here to help you. And I'm like, I don't know if I should tell you. And then it kept going back and forth until I finally said, hey, mom, I'm gay. <laughs> you know, I think that's one of the best ways to come out. I've considered doing it where it's like you sit down, I'm gay, and then you say run, and then you start running. Yeah. That's great. I was thinking of running. <laughs> <laughs> it runs towards the wall. Hurt. Her reaction the first time around, because I came out to her like three times. <laughs> her <laughs> Did first she reaction. No, it's just, well, no. The reason is because the first time around, she was kind of a little bit on the, oh, you're still too young. You should like wait a while before you figure it out. Because she had me when she was young. And she like, that's what I think it's not her biggest regret, but like, I think she wanted to have a life before she wanted to have kids. And so she kind of, I guess, she thought of that when I came out the first time around. And so she told me she was going to be there, but that she wanted me to wait a little bit longer before I started growing up. And then with her, a few years later, I had to come out to her again because she kind of misspoke a little bit. And she said, oh, I can't wait till you get married and have like kids with your wife and stuff. And so I like clarified and she's like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> From that point on, she pretty much just, whenever she talks to me and my brother, she's like, when you guys marry your wife or your husband... <laughs> Uh, I'll be there. <laughs> you guys better invite me to the wedding. <laughs> I better be there. Yeah, uh, sure. 
If you want. <laughs> what? I'm gonna be the groomsman. Wait. The groomsman? Yeah, sure. Are you gonna be? Yeah. You're gonna I'll be, be the something. bridesmaid. I'll be the bridesmaid. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. There's no bride. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. That's You're trying why. to get rid of me that easily. And so I feel coming out to my mom was a lot easier the second time around. And the third time it wasn't even coming out. It was just me confirming. <laughs> Let me just confirm that penis. Let me just penis. clarify penis. Yes. <laughs> um, my brother and my uncle, I came out to them at the same time. We were just joking around and we were playing like truth or dare or something. And then I don't know what the question was, but I ended up saying, yeah, I like boys. <laughs> and my uncle was pretty accepting. He was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. My brother was a little confused because, you know, he was little at the time. And my uncle from then on doesn't really ask me that much about it, but he knows about it. I don't know. It's like a, I know, we both know, but like, I don't think he really cares. Okay. But he doesn't like, that doesn't change the way he no, looks at you. Okay. Good. It doesn't change anything. It's just, he doesn't really care. Okay. Yeah. He has his own things. And then my brother, I guess he kind of forgot about it for a while. And then he remembered when it was most convenient, I guess. <laughs> let me put this off let me store this away for later but he's very accepting he sends me memes and stuff <laughs> yeah the best way to show love and then the next the last the next and last family member i've come out to is my aunt she's super liberal <laughs> so i knew she was gonna accept me and so i came out to her in a game of hangman it was very funny. That's so weird. We were in the park. Oh, we were eating no. ice cream and we were playing Hangman. That's so awkward. It, it was. Well, no, it wasn't. We were playing a game and we wanted to do it. I think she knew I was going to come out. Because oh. like she said, okay, let's now let's do a round of uh, guessing things about ourselves and stuff like that. And I was oh, like, no. okay, my guess third. it's my time. My time to shine. And so I did it and then... I ended up having to fill it out for her because she could. <laughs> she, <laughs> That's so. She awkward. used up all the vowels. <laughs> and yeah, um, I told her, and she was like, "Yeah, I kind of knew," because <laughs> it, it's obvious. It's not super obvious, but like if you know me, it's obvious. Yeah. And so she was pretty accepting of it, and then she told me she was queer, and so I guess you know we had a little bonding moment, and. Yeah, that's pretty much been my whole thing with coming out to my family. Now, as for me, I would say I didn't start accepting that I was gay until after I came out to both my mom, my brother, and my uncle. Too late to turn back now. Yeah. I came out to them, I guess, out of needing to tell somebody about it. But I hadn't really accepted it yet, which is really weird. One thing about being gay is just also dressing and looking gay. I know I had to struggle with that because I always purposely bought clothes and dressed in a way that I could blend in because I wanted to blend in. But then recently I kind of, I don't know, kind of stopped caring. I wanted to start shopping for myself and not for everyone else. And so that's just been a big struggle. Also the whole like, displaying like feminine qualities i like, hate that like the whole i don't know it's just always been if you're feminine it means you're gay exactly. i hate that so much and if you're not feminine you're not gay oh my god that and that, stereotype sucks and that's been i want to say i gave into that stereotype for a very long time 
because I really tried repressing all the feminine things. Right now, I definitely know that I can be more feminine and I probably am more feminine. But it's just after so long of like repressing it all and trying to act as straight and masculine as possible, it's, it's, I don't think I can like, it's going to take a while for me to get back there. Insert limp wrist. Insert limp wrist. <laughs> oh no, yeah, that limp wrist, I've, I've had that for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how nobody's, my family makes fun of anybody with a limp wrist and I've always had a limp wrist <laughs> and they just don't point it out. Let me just conveniently forget to point it out on the gay one. Yes, exactly. I gave in more, I've given more than enough hints. Yeah, you They have. should, if they don't figure it out by now, then. You have a gay hat that you wear everywhere. Uh, yeah, it's like a little rainbow flag. And then some of the shirts I have, I have a pride shirt and then I have a rainbow shirt and I have a tie dye shirt and I wear them a lot. Yes, he does. Especially in the summer. And I guess they just <laughs> brush over that. Let me just ignore. Yeah, but I know my dad's side is probably not going to accept me. I feel like the only way they would accept me is if I just don't bring it up. Like, I tell them, and then I just don't bring it up ever again. You don't bring it up that much, though. Well, that's because I haven't found someone yet. <laughs> well, I guess. we're in the pot. We're working on it. <laughs> Okay. What about you, Andrea? How was how was your coming out? Mine is weird. Mine isn't as so smooth and well thought as yours. So basically, I had my gay awakening around March this year. Actually, no, like a few months before. I would say I knew something was up, but I didn't really acknowledge it. <laughs> Something's wrong. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the homosexuality. Rush, wait, rushing through my veins yeah so i i was like oh something's weird like something's changed hasn't it but then i was like let me let me focus on other stuff like let me just kind of distract myself from it and then i started going onto my phone more seeing more girls and i was like hmm i like this <laughs> this is very interesting um so yeah and then i was like okay i don't know if i am bisexual or like full-on gay and to this point i still don't know i'm very confused um i would say hmm, i don't know i definitely like girls guys are eh. that's the confusing part that's the confusing part i don't know it's, it's weird because i had relation quote-unquote relationships with, with both? guys no well oh yeah your two-day girlfriend right yeah we'll get to that later but most <laughs> I've had more relationships like freshman year, which weren't really relationships, but they were something like, there was something there, I guess, with guys. So it's very confusing because I don't know if I was just trying to make those feelings up because like heterosexuality is the norm or because like I genuinely like guys, which really sucks, but oh well. Yeah, that's confusing. Yeah, it sucks. So it's very hard. And then at this time, like, as you were doing it, like I was going through my little depression phase, like <laughs> your phase. little depression phase, <laughs> phase that hasn't stopped, but whatever. Uh, so I was very confused, and I needed someone to talk to about to talk to it to talk about to talk about it to somebody, and I didn't know who to talk to because we we're in the quarantine. I wasn't talking to any of my friends, and at this time, I had a friend group, which one of them was very openly. I don't know how he labels himself. He's he's labeled himself as something. I don't know. I'm not I'm not 100 sure. Um, but he was like the stereotypical gay, and 
I was scared that if I ever said something, he'd be like, oh, you're not gay. Like, you don't fit the norm of being gay, which is why I also hate the stereotypes that comes with being gay. You either like girls or not. That's what makes you gay. And so I was scared to talk to some of my friends about it. And um, another one of my friend is pansexual. And she barely talks about it, like, at all. Like, she doesn't confront it, and which is why I didn't feel comfortable talking to her. And obviously, I had Kevin, but at this point, we weren't mm-hmm. as close as we were now. And I, I just kind of felt lost. Like, I didn't have anybody to talk to. So, like, for a few months, like, I wanted to talk about it. I knew something was up, so I would confide in my notes. But obviously, that's not enough. Like, I wanted to talk to somebody about it. And, like, I just wanted to tell somebody. And I didn't know who to tell talk to like I didn't have anybody at that time so then one day I was having this huge argument with my parents right and I was like oh no like my brain switched something and I was like let me just scream in the middle I'm gay no actually I said would you guys accept me if I'm bisexual and they were like yeah sure whatever but that's not the case right like you're just speaking an example I'm like no like I'm actually like bisexual so they just kind of stood there because we were arguing like everybody was pissed off and they just kind of forgot about it and we kept on arguing and that was like a whole big thing um but after that they kind of they didn't believe me so then they didn't really believe me they thought I was just doing it for the sake of the argument because they know they're very conservative and they know that if I said something like that they would be very pissed off not pissed off but they wouldn't look at me the same so they thought that's what I was trying to do like that was my purpose of saying that during the argument So like a few weeks later, I was like, oh no, like what am I gonna do? So then my mom was like downstairs, like I think she was cleaning or something. And then I just go up to her, I'm like, oh, um, I wanna get a bisexual five from my room, which I didn't really wanna get. But I was like, I need to make it obvious somehow. (laughs) And she was like, what, what is that? And I was like, excuse me, what? She's like, what are you? And I'm like, I like guys and girls. And she's like, does that mean you're a guy? Like she doesn't know anything about it because she's so, She's very biphobic, very transphobic. Um, she's I'm, she's more open to completely gay people because one of the first things she told me, she was like, one day you will know if you're like girls, you like guys, because you can't like both. You're just being a slut if you're doing that because you want to go back and forth. Which, <laughs> well, it's, then. yeah, it's funny to me because she knows I'm not a slut and stuff like that. She knows I'm more... I will be if I wanted to. And I don't want to just yet. Not just yet. Not just yet. Maybe in a year. Wait a few years. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. Once you get your car. (laughs) Once I get my car yet. Oh, yeah. That's going to be bad. But that's for another day. (laughs) Watch out, guys and girls. (laughs) Maybe, guys. Definitely, girls. Watch out. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. And then she's like, does this mean you're still a girl? And I was like, yeah. Like, I'm, as of right now, I'm pretty secure in my gender identity. But that that doesn't mean that that means I like both. And she didn't want to accept it, whatever. So she said, you can't do this to me right now. Like if me being gay hurt her. And she's like, you have to talk to your brother about it because he doesn't know about it. Which is very funny because (laughs) side story, my brother's also gay. (laughs) Like he's full on gay. Oh, what a coincidence. What a coincidence. But um, he hadn't told anybody. I had already guessed it. I kind of guessed it. <laughs> I know. I literally told him, "Are you gay?" Like a few, like a few months, like a year ago, and he's like, "No, no, no, maybe I don't know." And then, 
um like after I came out like he's like are you really bisexual and I'm like yeah I am and he's like oh that's so cool and I was like yeah I know it's cool and, like I was like trying to hint and he said maybe not yet and like a few months later he's like Andrea, I'm fully gay. And I've been like, bitch, we've been new. Like, this has been established. He just went through his metamorphosis. He's yeah. accepting it. <laughs> no, he's thir- 14. He's 13 or 14. One of the two. Oh, no, he's 13. He was born in 2007. So he's 13. So I think he's like at that age where he knows. And she said, don't, my mom told me, don't be openly gay. Like, I don't want your brother to know. And, you know, it's hard for us. And which is complete bullshit. But whatever and that's how i came out to them i think it's always hard coming out well just realizing you're gay at first because it's so hard to find open people who you can talk to and then being in a pandemic sucks even more because i was stuck i didn't have anybody to talk to like i didn't know oh wait let me add the day that i had my argument i was in a bad place like the argument with my parents so I came out to my other friends through text. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just bi. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So that's basically... Oh, and then I came out to Kevin in August, right? Sometime in August, yeah. We went to... I was so weird. Oh, my God. It was I'll so tell awkward. the story. Okay, you can tell the we story. We went to the park riding our bicycles. Yeah. We are going to have a little picnic and everything. We were at the picnic already. We were? When I told you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we brought out our Subway sandwich. <laughs> we were ready to eat. And then Andrea said, guess what, Kevin? I'm like, what? I'm bi. And I'm like, no, (laughs) excuse me. That's wrong. Okay. So we were talking about music, right? And I was like, okay, it's my time to shine. I'm going to come out because I wasn't planning on coming out to you. I was like thinking, cause I knew you were gay. And I was like, I have to make this funny, but I didn't know. I was like, whatever. Was it the sweater weather thing? (laughs) Yeah, it was. So, and I'm like, oh, what type of music did you listen to? Because at this point we weren't like as close as we are now. And we're like going through lists. I'm like, oh yeah, give me your Spotify. And I'm like, oh yeah, did you know that they say like girl in red like are lesbians and like sweater weather by the neighborhood? And like, do you know that? He's like, yeah. And like, that's basically like for bisexuals. And I'm like, I listen to sweater weather. And then he's like, oh, that's cool. Like it completely flew over your head. And I was like, Kevin. Well, I was like, okay, I'm good for you, I guess. Like, let's get back to my playlist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, wait, no, Kevin, I listen to sweater sweater weather i'm like cool okay congratulations <laughs> can we you. get back to my playlist now i have some choice of on to show you and then i think like two seconds later you realize and you're like oh that's cool my back to my playlist that's neat <laughs> interesting yeah and i don't think i've come out to many people after that mm, no you haven't i think i would if we were back in school but honestly i don't talk to that many people School is weird for gay people. It definitely is. Yeah. I know going back to middle school, <laughs> it was such a tiny school that literally nobody, first of all, there were no options. <laughs> if I heard correctly, there were three guys and you were the I gay was the one. gay one. There were literally probably three or four guys in my whole grade and I was the gay one. <laughs> of course. And there were other, like, some girls were bi, some who were pan, but like, I don't know. I just you don't like vagina. I, so. Yeah, exactly. So like, I did feel the sense of like there's a community, but I didn't feel the sense of like there's somebody for me. And that kind of also translated into high school, because I know going into high school, I was like, oh, they have a GSA here. Okay, could we just take a pause and talk about how you came out to me? How did I come out? Oh yeah, it was Wait. so bad. So I think we already talked about on this podcast, like in 
past episodes, how we became friends and er, friends and closer during lunch, freshman year of high school. And I joined the table group kind of late because of other situations. Ugh, you were late to the party. That's I was why. late to the party. And just go back to the episode if you want to hear more about it. But <laughs> it, um, I was late to the party and we were just talking one day. And then some somebody says something about Kevin being gay. And I'm like, pause, pause, hold on. Kevin, stop, you're gay. <laughs> stop the cameras. Cut, cut the Kevin's cameras. Kevin's gay. <laughs> like, and then he's like, yeah, I came out to everybody. You didn't come out to me. And I was, you know, I was pretty mad because I'm like, I literally sit right next to you. And you had the audacity to just forget about me when you came out. You weren't there. So I kind of just forgot. I usually only come out like once or twice a year. <laughs> and then that's my call coming out. But like, I have some of the greatest coming out stories to my friends. Really? Yes. Let's start with the first person I ever came out to. My friend Audrey. Audrey. I came out to her. And she was all accepting, right? And she like hugged me and stuff. I was like close to crying. And like, then it turns out... Uh, I found out later on in the year that she had a crush on me the whole time. Imagine how devastated she would have been. Because, oh, like, she, so oh, that was really sad. I felt bad for her. And then there was the coming out, <laughs> there was the coming out to our little group table before you were there. Oh, yeah. Well, I wouldn't know, guys. <laughs> I was, what were we doing? Oh, we were complaining about middle school. And I, <laughs> I guess it was my turn to complain. <laughs> and I said, yeah, you know what I hated about middle school? Being the only gay guy. And everybody just paused for like a good like stop the camera like a good ten seconds. They all just looked at me. They're like, "Kevin, you're gay." And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> and you like, why didn't you tell us? No, you expect everybody to know. We're not. I was gonna say metamorphosis. We're not <laughs> telekinetic. <laughs> telekinetic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've had a few other funny ones. I came out to a teacher once by accident. Who? Well, I didn't even come out to her. My friend came out to her for me. <laughs> so we were arguing about a homework assignment. And then, huh? Who was it? Oh, no, it was like... Middle school? Yeah, middle school. So we were arguing about a homework assignment. And then I had to print out pictures for, like... It was some weird project where we had to, like, make up our... Like, a character from a book we were reading into real life. Print out pictures, all that stuff. Dumb middle school project. Yeah, dumb middle school project. So I printed out this picture for this hot guy. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. And so I was like, yeah, I'm going to use this one. But my friend wanted to use it. (laughs) So then um, we were arguing about it and my teacher was there. And then my teacher was like, why didn't you just like print another one? I was like, I forgot what I said. But my friend said something like, no, Kevin wants the hot guy. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah. And (laughs) Uh, long story short, my uh, my friend just said, oh, yeah, Kevin's gay. (laughs) That was really weird. It was really awkward because I didn't even like the teacher. Oh, no, that sucks. That means the whole faculty knew, too, because one teacher knows... It was such a small school, too. They all had to know. It was pretty obvious, too. I think it was a little bit more obvious in middle school for me. Did you have, like, all the pins on the lanyard in your backpack? No. Okay, you weren't that type of gay. Well, I did have some pins. But, like, it was more like I talked to the girls more. So it was, like, through stereotypes, they would have figured it out. I would have seen you being, like, one of those GSA gays in middle school. Sorry, I started on that GSA. So my middle school didn't have a GSA. We had our own little group. That was the GSA. (laughs) We were all the gays. The gay straights. No, we weren't even straight. The gay alliance. (laughs) The gays against the world. The gays against the world. And I went into middle school and I saw that they had a GSA and I was like, oh, this is cool. Might get myself involved. Might find myself a guy. I go in and it's like they haven't been running for a long time. but And they have a new uh, instructor the first year and everything. And I'm like, this isn't really what I thought it was going to be. 
What do you think it was gonna be? I don't know. I thought it was just gonna be a bunch of gay people, like you know, Tinder, but in real life. No, not like that. <laughs> like we're gonna be like friends and stuff. But I go in and it's already like clicks and stuff, and I didn't like that. But most of them were there. Any like not the stereotypical GSA kids there. I don't even know what the stereotypical GSA kid is. Stereotypical GSA kid is the one with all the pins, the uh, love everyone, the one with really like the anime kids. I know this is being mean, but like I'm being serious. Here's the thing. I went in and they were already split up into their groups and I was just my first year there. Cause like I guess all the gays kind of attracted to each other before the meeting started. Oh. So like they were all already friends and I didn't really make any gay friends yet. So I was just walking in and I was like, Who are you guys? I'm gay. But I could already tell there was, like, people who were there for the wrong reasons and stuff. There were some girls, this group of girls, who were all straight, but they were there because they gave out free food. And there was this group of kids who... They gave who out were, free food? Yeah. There was this group of kids who were there just because um, they wanted leadership positions for their college resumes. Oh, I hate that. And, like, they were only there for, like... The credit they weren't there for like actually like interacting and stuff wait were they gay or like did they care no they were straight i mean like that it's like gay of. straight yeah that, they, no they said they were straight okay. like when they introduced themselves everybody introduced themselves and they say if they're gay straight or if they don't want to say or if they're not sure and so they all introduced themselves as straight and i was like okay i know this is the gay straight alliance but like if you want to like form like this whole gay straight community you should be there for the right reasons not just for getting something out of it yeah and then let's get into the gays <laughs> the gays <clears throat> so the gays i go in and at this time hamilton is the big thing oh so no. there were the hamilton gays then there were the, the theater gays. gays the theater gays were there too the hamilton gays and the theater gays are for some reason different i don't know what why. they're different and then there was the the gays nobody talked to like for some reason there was these these few kids who like were gay but like nobody talked to them because they didn't like them i guess and there were the guys there were the guys there who were there just just for tinder. they thought it was tinder <laughs> or grinder i'm sorry they thought it was oh, grinder. my bad tinder the gay version isn't there tinder gay though i don't know tinder's weird i haven't been on tinder i was on tinder freshman year oh my god i was 14 on tinder okay that's a story for another day that's a story for when you get arrested <laughs> <laughs> which is probably soon but yeah the gsa i didn't like it because it was so disorganized as in everybody they wanted to do like group activities like movie nights and all that stuff but like everybody was already so divided and so into their cliques that there was no way for us to like make friends within the meeting that sucks and i had my few friends but like i knew that if i i were i was friends with them outside of the meeting like, I was going there because I wanted to make new friends, but I knew, already knew all of my friends from there, from somewhere else. So, like, there was no point in going there if I was just going to see them the next day at another meeting or the next day they were going to come over or something. Yeah. So, I kind of just left. No also, more. I didn't like the advisor. <laughs> One of the advisors was very... <laughs> she made me cry. What? Yeah. Why? Cause she started yelling at everybody because everybody was being loud and i wasn't even the one being loud the problem That's was homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> the problem was i was standing up i was gonna go throw out something and let's just say she she teared into everybody who was in her way <laughs> she said, that's so homophobic of you <laughs> <laughs> no um but 
the GSA is weird. I didn't really like it. Did you expect to find a dating pool? No, I don't. Everybody in the GSA was the dating pool. Really? <laughs> so, yeah, because everybody else. The problem with dating a gay person <laughs> is that they're always either on the I'm out I'm, and I'm proud or they're on the opposite side where they're I'm closeted. Don't tell anybody that we're together. And I don't do that whole I'm closeted. Don't tell anybody thing because I don't like that. I'm, I prefer people who are like out and stuff. But all the people who are out aren't really my type. What is your type? I don't really know. Let them know so they could contact you. <laughs> I don't even know. All I know is that I couldn't find my type. <laughs> it's just so hard because it's the GSA is the only way for us to like really connect the gay community. But it's such a toxic place. Yeah. It really was toxic. There were really toxic people there. Yeah. And the only other way I could have been able to find someone was through friends. And, like, that's not really... That's hard. It especially is. Especially if you don't have that many friends. Which you do, but I don't. I have friends. It's just... They've told me about people. It's just... I don't know. It's hard. I don't like uh, getting into something because of a friend. And also... Because it's awkward. If you're gay, it's also... You can't just be together because you're gay. You have to actually, like, each Exactly. Other. And I feel like that's a problem with such a small dating pool that people get together because they're gay. Yeah. Not because they actually like each other. Just a and, piece of meat. Yeah, honestly. And I guess that just impacted my whole dating life. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> that non-existent life dating life. See, this is why it's so confusing for me. Because I don't know what I am. And it's really I know I know I've said that before, but it's really hard and like I think about it a lot. Because like how do you label something that you have no idea? Right. And you I don't wanna obviously there's those who go unlabeled, but I'd rather have a label for it, you know? And there's also the thing of like there's so many labels, so many ways to identify. Yeah. And I know a lot of labels and I know a lot of like the whole like identity stuff because I got into it like sixth grade. I got into it and since I was the only one who was out out of everybody, I was the first gay. <laughs> I was the first gay. You had to educate Adam everyone. and Steve. Exactly. That's how I felt like I had to do. I had to let everybody know like what they were feeling was valid. Which sucks though, because listen, no, not sucks, but like having everything because most people are just so uneducated and I include myself like that because you don't know about like, there's so many different labels and so many different ways to classify yourself that it gets so confusing. So while I thought I was straight, I had no idea where everything was. And especially with having such a like, not homophobic, but conservative family, I couldn't ask them. I couldn't go on Google because they're, they would be like, are you this? So I, know, I was so confused. I know that over quarantine, I had an argument with my brother about identity and all that stuff. Because like he, he was those type of people who believe in like only two genders. And so like I... I, I, I used to a, believe that. Yeah. Well, I didn't believe that because of sixth grade. <laughs> but like I immediately took out all my things, all my research. And I started like telling him all about it. All the whole gender and everything and he i guess he kind of understood pretty much that's good though because listen when i would ask my friends about it they would immediately say i was homophobic which that's sucks. that's another thing because i know there were some people who like you would ask them what does it mean to be like ace and they'd like immediately I don't know what that means they'd immediately like 
come for you like oh you're homophobic for not educating yourself but at the same time where are you going to find reliable education because at this because this whole sexuality and stuff it's not there's no like defined way of defining it because there are those people who want to repress it all and like send out false definitions i know one time i was researching like definitions and stuff i found this website that was completely misleading like they weren't even giving the correct definitions and stuff and like they were just being and it's frustrating because i had a lot of well i had one friend that i was supposed to be close to and he was very into that stuff like he knew it and when i would ask him stuff he would get pissed off because i was being quote-unquote homophobic and discriminating against him just because i was asking which is funny because i'm gay <laughs> like i literally just was just asking and not trying to make fun of everything i was just trying to be educated so i wouldn't go up to somebody who like potentially was and just have no idea because when you say these stuff like ace like i have no idea what that means and i know that's on my part but it's so confusing like i've tried to go on youtube i try to go on google and it just confused myself more because it is a very confusing thing i kind of found it all out pretty easily because it was also early on not only was i like one of the first <laughs> but it was also like it wasn't at a, it was at a time where there were safe forums kind of like there were places like little secret hidden places on tumblr and stuff where you could go in and you can get reliable information from people who actually care but now the internet is so widespread like even more widespread now than ever where it's like you might stumble onto a forum where you think they're going to tell you the correct information but they're not they're just there to like trash on you and stuff yeah which really sucks because oh, i don't know and there are some communities within the lgbtq plus like group that are very toxic and you know what's what's really weird the fact that people in the community could be homophobic transphobic biphobic to yes, other people and I know, that's the worst thing i ever. know biphobia is a very big thing it's in the so lgbtq community like my mom she dead ass said yeah you can't choose what you have to choose one or then you're just a hoe because you're sleeping around and that's what i was like learned when my mom told me what gay people were in seventh grade in seventh grade she told me what gay people were she was like you could either be gay or not gay and it's better if you're not so feminine gay because then whatever it's just better for society and there's also some people who think that they're the opposite gender but they're crazy and then there's just some people who like both and that just means that they're whores and they just like sleeping around and going from person to person. I don't know. It's just, it's so hard to get the education on all this stuff if you don't have the resources and if you're not actually like, if you don't actually want to learn about it. Because I just imagine a straight person like my brother who doesn't really have that many like connections to it other than me. He won't really go out of his way to research all this stuff. He'll just hear whatever he hears and he'll take it as fact. Yeah. But like, somebody else who like would be more impacted with it would be somebody like you who doesn't really know what to identify themselves as you could use all this information but you don't know where to get it and it's like hard to find it at the same time i don't want to identify identify myself as like five different things because i know that's so such a big thing and i'm scared to like fall into that trap and i don't want to do that and like while i accept people for doing it i'd rather use like terminology like such as queer like or bisexual gay lesbian stuff like that because the other things just is just going to confuse me even more and something that i'm already just have no clue on i know that's a very big thing and for a while i also struggled with that because it's like there are so many ways to define yourself and you just want one thing to define you like one umbrella term 
But the problem is, you can't always define yourself with one word. I know, like I said, I have had instances in where I have been attracted to women, but, but never, sexually. yeah, never in a sexual way. And I know what that is. It'd be like, it'd be hetero romantic and homosexual, is a full definition. But at the same but time, but you wouldn't consider being in a relationship with them. Honestly, I don't know, because it's always like the whole. It's very complicated because it's like the whole you want to stick to one definition and you know that if you stick get out of that definition people will start saying oh so you're not gay anymore you're not straight anymore and stuff like that it's just so hard, hard. finding definitions for yourself and there's also your inner homophobia because sometimes oh, yeah. <laughs> no because sometimes i consider like i personally which this is really bad i don't like the word lesbian i don't know it's just and if there are possibilities of me being a lesbian but i i don't like the word and i know that's because of like negative connotations with it it's just i don't know i hate it and the whole negative like stereotypes and stuff like gay men are expected to be like all feminine and or gay girls have to be lesbian really masculine. women have to be masculine and butch and everything yeah and there's also the topic of being a bottom or top switch <laughs> it's a verse what yeah, i thought it was switch it's verse no, yeah, it's definitely verse. <laughs> okay, I think just basically the common terminology of it is switch. Well, I've always known of it as verse. Well, good for you, sir. Well, then again, that's mostly because I have been on that side of the internet. So, mm. And it's also funny because I don't know if I'm a bottom or a switch either. Um, I know for a fact I'm probably a verse. <laughs> I'm open to anything. Honestly, I'm honestly open to anything. When am I going to make a decision in my life? <laughs> I can't decide on anything. You really can't. Oh my God. I know when you try to get into like relationships, that's always the thing. The, one of the first things they ask, oh, they're yeah. always like, are you a top? Are you a bottom? Because two bottoms can't, like, <laughs> that doesn't work. Two bottoms can't work it out. <laughs> it really won't. It's, no, especially well, with guys and girls. Yeah. <laughs> Gays and lesbians. Gays and lesbians. Well, something I want to point out about relationships, especially gay ones in school, is that they're they're all kind of toxic. And they're just so interconnected. Ugh, yeah. Because, like, there's such a small dating pool. Whenever you try to date somebody, they probably have already dated somebody you know. Yeah, like... <laughs> oh, no. Okay, yeah. So, there was this story with this one guy. We're going to call him D for now. Okay, D. I was... I was talking to him, you know? <laughs> I was trying to, you know, get in there. Slide into the DMs. Slide into the DMs. It was a whole complicated situation to begin with. But it got even more complicated when I found out that he... He was in a relationship previously with somebody I knew. With one of my friends. And from what I heard, it wasn't a very healthy relationship. Absolutely not. And just, toxic. and just in general, I heard that he was a pretty toxic person. From so, various sources. From various sources, not just his ex. Because, like, I can't just go off of the yeah. ex. I was also going off of, like, my friends who also, like, had interactions with him. And just the way that he reacted to when, like, you would say something. It was so bad. He was... I don't know. It was a very weird situation. He kept making me feel bad for trying to get out of it. And I did not like that at all. Manipulative. Yeah, honestly. It was very manipulative. He'd say things like, oh, if you leave, 
I'm probably gonna be like so depressed. You're breaking my heart. Why do you keep doing this and stuff like that? What? You literally only talked to him for like three I know, days. right? I literally only talked to him for like he was saying, Oh, you're already making me a better person. You can I can be a better person around you and I'm like, mm. Mm, toxic. Toxic. Cute Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah, but I thankfully got out of it pretty quickly. I told him that I didn't really want to talk to him. But I feel like I don't know, it just shows that the LGBTQ community is so intertwined. And and it's hard to find people. Because it's so intertwined. And there are parts, like, there are little branches that are so toxic. And I guess their toxicity kind of leaks into everywhere else. Yeah. And it's just so hard to find somebody. It is. Because I know, personally, if I want a girlfriend, I don't know anybody in our school that I know that is into girls. And just, we connect, like, personality-wise. For example, I had a few weeks ago. Your two-day relationship. My two-day relationship. It just began, like, one of the people you find on Snapchat, you know. I think she was just, like, I think she knows somebody that I know. I'm not 100% sure. Like, I don't even know how she came up on my friends list. But she snaps me and, like, we're talking. Like, we talked for, like, a few weeks. Like, not knowing, like, those dumb conversations that are kind of dry. But then, like, we started kind of talking to more about it. And then, like, she tells me that she's, like, not straight. And I'm, like. I'm not straight. Wow, that's so interesting. And it's, um, <laughs> yeah. We're making connections here. We're making connections here. And honestly, the, she wasn't bad. Like, she was a good person. But then it turns out that so, she was lying about her age. But at this point, like, we were already, like, in a fake relationship, I guess I would say. I don't think it was ever real. And she told me that she was 15, about to turn 16. And she was actually 14, about to turn 15 oh wow yeah and i don't know like i don't even care that much about the age thing but the fact that she lied to me about it and then also another thing that was very weird is that one of her exes dm'd me which i have no idea how they found my at through instagram right getting the exes involved is so so bad and then he was like oh like don't do it because she was i think she was bi so she also had like a guy like he was a guy and whatever which is like oh so, and I tell her, like, about the complications and stuff. And then I literally have this screenshot of her saying, if you leave me, I will kill myself. I'm so depressed. Ugh. So, I left that. And she still texts me. But there, It's very easy to find manipulative people in our dating pools. Because mm-hmm. people just don't want to be alone. And I guess they just decide the best way to do that is just to manipulate people and sustain but I really do think we need, like, some better way of <laughs> finding people. We really do. And even, like, the apps that are supposed to be helpful, like, one that we've both used before. You though. Even those that are supposed to be helpful, it's really hard to find somebody. They're all horny. Exactly. They're all there for different reasons. Nudes. And so we're just left. I always tell this to myself. Well... Before, I've always told myself, oh, just wait for college. Me too. In college, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll find, you'll find somebody, you'll, <laughs> you'll <laughs> lower your rice purity score. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. We'll see how that goes. Hopefully, we still have this podcast. Hopefully. I mean, it's going to be in like two years, so I'm not about to waste all the money that we just spent on making this podcast. <laughs> yeah. See you in two years, guys. See you in two years. <laughs> With the crappy mics and our small Chromebooks. Yep. <laughs> We're probably still going to have Chromebooks. It really are. We're so broke. Oh, my God. 
If only we had Max. I think he's meant like Max and Ruby. Max and Ruby? <laughs> if only we had Max. If only we had Max, we could like force him into child labor and like make him record our stuff for us. Anyways, that, that's all for today. This has been... The Perks of Being a Waffle. Yeah. yeah. Thank you everyone for listening. Have See a good day. <laughs>